I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. When it came to the big payday, Dak, you got your money. I mess up his name. I can't even get this. That's a kitty. That's a kitty? That's a kitty. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not the mascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count one, unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count two, third-degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count three, second-degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. He was found guilty on all three charges. Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet Earth to this very special sick show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend in my own mind. Big day talking not only sports, but news of all kinds. Also, welcome to those checking us out on this sick podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, Radio Public. And of course, I also want to give a shout out to all my sick listeners over in Ireland, Hong Kong, Morocco, Sweden, Mexico, Great Britain, to the Aborigines over in Australia, and to everybody in Africa. And of course, these United States of America. Well, it finally came down and everyone who was holding their breath doesn't have to hold their breath anymore. Derek Chauvin, the man that we literally saw put his knee on the back of Mr. George Floyd last year. He was convicted of what we all agreed when you saw the video. He was convicted and rightfully so of murder because we all saw it on national television everybody saw it all around this United States of America everybody saw it around the planet and when we all saw it there was immediate outrage 
especially from the black community but not only the black community the Asian community said that's not right the Native American community said that that's not right the Caucasian community saw that go down and said that's not right every ethnicity on the planet looked at that and said that is not right and finally finally justice has been served for the Floyd family and the rest of us black Americans black can I say Latinos black Mexicans any human being that has any type of dark pigment color on this planet this reverberated from this moment throughout history all of history will remember April 20th 2021 when finally the police was made to be accountable for the unrighteous death of a black man. I know people will say, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is, is that this has been going on for centuries. This has been going on for hundreds of years. As a black American, half black American, I must say, since I found out my ancestral roots of being from Ireland, shouts out to my Irish descendants. But this had to happen, y'all. This that came down, this verdict that came down, it had to happen because the blood of many a black people are crying out to the most high. If you never believed in God and you felt like that God was not listening to our pleas, that God was not hearing what we were saying, that God was not concerned about justice on our behalf, you got your answer. I don't want to hear God, God don't don't care. I don't want to hear God, God just don't, he ain't got nothing to do with it. I don't want to hear that. Because him that now allows will allow. And this time, 
he allowed justice to come down for us as a black race as an African American if you're in the United Kingdom and you're a black Britain you were moved by this it felt like a breath of fresh air it felt like a load had been lifted off our shoulders as a people but here's the thing people we can't get comfortable no we can't ever get comfortable we have to make sure number one we're doing our part we're playing our role but also that we're instituting programs that will call out those policemen who know they're not doing their jobs which is to protect and to serve it doesn't say to take life on the side of those vehicles there's nowhere in their motto does it say to take life or to destroy life it says literally to protect and serve now every law officer a law enforcement officer that is not good you need to take heed your time is coming those of you who think that you've been just getting away with it for years you're not getting away with it one way or another it, it, it's gonna come uncovered whether it's here on this earth or whether you have to stand in front of the most high whatever you did that was not right then you know what you're gonna have to pay for because guess what we're all gonna have to give an account for everything that we've done and everything that we have said everything that was in secret everything we all are gonna have to give an account don't get my words twisted because I'm not saying all policemen or police women are bad I'm not saying that in the least there are police men and women that all they want to do is to protect and serve the community like they were hired to do they also want to go home safely believe me when I tell you no police officer man or woman want or even a police dog wants to pull over somebody and because the person is you know been smoking drinking whatever they're doing breaking the law and then they say let me see your registration and your license and you shoot them and they don't get to go home to their families that's not right or you take off and you drag them Mr. 60-some year old Caucasian male who drugged the police officer last week but did not get shot and killed. If it had been a black man, shots would have been fired. 
But now, we've got to come together as a people. We've got to come together and get legislation passed concerning these police officers who are out of control. No, we don't defund the police. That's just stupid. Whoever came up with defund the police, that's just stupid. Because if you defund the police, then guess what? There's not that many policemen out there. And if it's not that many policemen out there, then guess what? Those who want to involve themselves in criminal activity will do it at will. And there won't be enough policemen to stop it. So I guess we all just going to just pack. We all going to arm ourselves, which we have the right to do because this is the United States of America. I'm not claiming one side or the other I'm not Democrat or Republican I'm somewhere in the middle Because I'm telling you the truth We don't want to f- defund the police We need the police But we need the police to do what they are supposed to do And that is to protect and serve Not to destroy And take away Life A day That will live Not in infamy that was the day that George Floyd died. But a day that will live on for generations to come. Remember the date, April 20th, 2021. When a black life finally mattered. And the officer who did it was brought to justice and guess what the other three officers that were there to help him are going to be brought to justice as well and guess what the officer that killed Dante right is going to be held accountable as well the officer who killed both of them John when he was in his own apartment is being held accountable right now so this is just a an update of sorts this is just a you can't do that and think you're going to get away with it anymore this is over as far as that's concerned but if you continue to want to do wrong just know this made a statement you will be held accountable for your actions when we come back gotta talk about this Aaron Donald thing and how now they're not gonna press charges Mm. we're gonna talk about it so don't go anywhere make sure you come back right here on this sick justified show Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to This Sick Show. Would you like $500 for an address? Honeybee homebuyers are looking to buy houses that have fire damage anywhere in the DF tub. If you know a house anywhere that has lots of fire damage or maybe even a little, 
Text him the address at 817-330-9532. That's 817-330-9532. Now, once they have verified that the house does have fire damage and you will get $25, no questions asked, then after that, they will talk to the owners and if the they are able to buy the house from those owners, you will get $500 smacking in your bank account. So text in the address right now at 817-330-9532. That's 817-330-9532. All right. Let's talk about this situation that's going on with one Mr. Aaron Donald of the Los Angeles Rams. Apparently, there was a vicious assault outside of a Pittsburgh nightclub where there was a man, Mr. Uh, I believe his name is DeVincent Spriggs and there was a few attackers jumping on Mr. Spriggs and Aaron Donald who is a big dude and I ain't talking about big as in you know extra large around you know I ain't talking about the round mound of repound that's not what I'm talking about this dude is like a small version of the Incredible Hulk while Aaron Donald saw this going on and jumped into the melee to break it up an attorney Todd Hollis told KDKA on last Friday that his client Mr. Da Vincent Spriggs mistook Aaron Donald for someone else and he thought that Aaron Donald was there uh, or was kicking and stomping on him with everybody else but then there was exclusive video footage that came out and the surveillance video showed the NFL star Mr. Aaron Donald running over and trying to break up the assaults Mr. Donald was grabbing people by their necks and he was tossing them off here and there and he helped the man break free so at first there was a lawsuit that was launched against him but now it has been retracted because the man Mr. Spriggs said that Mr. Donald when he saw the video he said that I got to make this right and here's what he said quote I wanted to extend an apology to Aaron for what he's gone through but I clearly know this that the attackers was not him the apology came shortly after Donald's attorney Casey White said that his client was never the aggressor and actually saved Mr. Spriggs from further energy or injury sorry 
after he was attacked by a group of individuals. And White claimed that Mr. Spriggs swung a bottle in his hand and grazed the top of Mr. Donald's head outside the Pittsburgh's Boom Boom Room nightclub. Okay. Why are you at a club called the Boom Boom Room anyway, Aaron? If you've ever seen the movie Life, they showed you a glimpse of what a Boom Boom Room would look like. Matter of fact, they probably named the club after the Boom Boom Room in the movie Life. So, why are you going to a place called the Boom Boom Room in the first place? Which you were probably looking for some, dare I say it, Boom Boom in the Room Room? Anyway, I digress. So, (laughs) the video said and showed that Aaron Donald was pulling people off of Mr. Spriggs and it shows that Aaron then breaks free from the restraints because a few people try to restrain him he then goes to the pile where this was taking place and he starts ripping people off the pile protecting Mr. Spriggs okay can, can I just say this? Mr. Spriggs, are, are you ready? Well, of course he did. Why would Aaron Donald, who's a multi-millionaire NFL superstar, why would he put himself in a position that might cost him his millions might cost him his job might cost him a suspension in the NFL because you know how that shield is with Roger Goddell that's another story for another time his name of course and why would he want to put himself in that kind of predicament in the first place this man saw you Mr. Spriggs and I don't know if you were innocent or not I don't know what happened I don't know if you was talking junk and somebody had enough of it or if you hit somebody then they hit you and then everybody jumped in and started stomping you I don't know I do know that you kind of was broken up your jaw and everything was busted up those dudes wasn't playing when you look at the video they were not playing with you Mr. Spriggs so you really need to thank God. You need to thank Jesus. You need to thank the Holy Spirit. You need to thank Tom Cruise. No, I'm just playing. Don't 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 thank Tom Cruise. You know, I was referencing Talladega Nights. Anybody who's you know, you, n- never mind. It's over y'all's head. Anyway, Yes, you should thank 
Mr. Aaron <laughs> Donald for stepping in and ripping people off of you. And when I say rip, if you watch the video, you see Aaron Donald grabbing people by the collars, by, grab, uh, grabbing them by the neck and just rip, throwing them off. Rip, get off of him. Get off of him. <laughs> it was incredible. So him being, you know, his name being brought up and then a lawsuit launched against him. And then now they have to retract it and say, we're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You think? You know what it, it reminds me of? I'm full of stories because I've lived a pretty long life and I've seen a lot of stuff. And I mean a lot of stuff. But back in the day, we had a coach, Logan High School, Wildcats, Wildcat forever, for life. And our football teams weren't really that good when I was in high school back in 83 to 86. So we really didn't do too much. Shout out to Mr. Halfback, number 20, Mr. Carlos Mitchell. Big shout out to him. And there was a coach, his name was Coach Jones. And Coach Jones, basically, you know, he had a way with words and he was a Christian man and everything. And I remember one time a fight broke out between the Wildcats and it might have been Parkersburg or oh, might have been Barbersville but a fight broke out and the coach ran out onto the field and the coach had a fedora just like Tom Landry he used to wear all the time and he was ripping people off the pile because Coach was really, really, really built. And I said Coach Jones. I think it was Coach Smith. Sorry about that. It was Coach Smith. Coach Jones was, I think, an assistant or the dean of the school. I probably said Coach Jones because I used to see him a lot in high school because I got in trouble a lot. But it was Coach Lacey Smith. So sorry about that, Coach Jones. Coach Lacey Smith. But here's the thing about Coach Lacey Smith. He was a very, very humble man. And all of a sudden, a fight broke out on the field, and Coach Smith goes out there and he's trying to break up the fight. And then somebody, a player or somebody, I don't know if it was a hand foot or whatever, knocked his hat off his head and it went down in the pile. And Coach Smith lost his mind and he started ripping people off the pile to get at his hat it didn't matter if you was from the home team or the visiting team coach Smith started yelling gets off my hat and he's just jerking people, just yanking them off. And he's pulling them. And he's throwing them. And he just gets off my hat. And he broke it up. 
He got his hat Fixed it Pushed it back out Cause you know The top of the fedora Was pushed in He pushed it back out Set it on his head Like he normally did And of course The Wildcats lost the game We won the fight But we lost the game This is what That reminds me of When you have somebody Who is in a position To intervene Who saw Some injustice Going down That's why Aaron Donald Jumped into it Mr. Spriggs went on to say this Quote There's not much else left to do But to be honest with you Because he's not uh, He was not assaulted by Aaron Donald He's actually saved by Mr. Aaron Donald (laughs) Mr. Spriggs Should write a thank you card for Aaron Donald You think? This is what the attorney said Mr. Wright said Or White said Um, Mr. Spriggs Suffered a concussion A broken nose A broken eye socket And an arm injury That required 16 stitches Near his eye After getting attacked This is what uh, The attorney Mr. Hollis told KDKA That they do not intend To file lawsuits Against Anyone involved Oh heck no You break my arm You break my nose I get a concussion And a broken eye socket And 16 stitches near my eye Well guess what Somebody getting sued I I wouldn't sue Aaron Because Aaron came in And he helped Yay Aaron Good job buddy He came in and he helped. So no, you can't sue him, but I'd sue everybody that put a foot on me. I don't care if they was speaking to me too loud and spit came on my face. I'm suing yo behind. Simple fact of the matter is that if Aaron Donald had not stepped in, this dude might be dead. And then of course, the jokers that did it are gonna have to pay anyway because there's no limit there's no statue of limitations for murder so he is absolutely lucky no 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 he is absolutely fortunate no 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 he is absolutely blessed that he didn't lose his life. So, yes, sir. Thank you, Aaron Donald, for jumping in and basically saving my life. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for directing Aaron Donald to jump in and save my life. Thank you, Jesus, for shedding your blood on the cross, which basically, if I receive you, my very existence shall be saved. So I'm going to thank you in advance because I need Jesus, apparently, Mr. Spriggs. And then, most of all, thank you, Most High, for orchestrating 
all the people and the angels and the Holy Spirit coming in, jumping into Aaron Donald to help me survive this attack. That's who you need to be thanking. That's ultimately who you need to thank. But Aaron, I still can't get over this boom, boom, boom thing with you. If anybody has never seen Life, then you need to go see the movie Life. It is absolutely hilarious. A little emotional at times, but mostly hilarious. Great movie. But check out the scene of the boom, boom, boom. Now you're going to crack up when you see it. So congratulations, Aaron. You're good to go, buddy. When we come back, I gotta, you know what? We're gonna do potluck because there's a few things on my mind. So I'm gonna flip a coin and wherever it lands, that's what I'm going to talk about. So make sure you don't go anywhere. Stay tuned right here on this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to part three of This Sick Show. Hey, follow the BGC Sports Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BGCSN1. And for the BGC Sports Network 2 on Twitter at BGCSN2. And if you miss any show, including this sick show on the network, You can now hear it directly after on the new BGC Sports Network 2. Just go to bgcsports.net, our website, for schedules and for sports talk. That's now twice as lit. We are the BGC Sports Network. Remember, BGCSN1. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then BGCSN2 on Twitter for BGC Sports Network 2. We're expanding. We're getting better. We're getting bigger. Doing a lot more right here on the station. So I told you we're going to do potluck and I thought about talking about the Derek Chauvin trial and I thought about talking about the situation with Dante Wright and I thought about all of that and I thought to myself enough people are talking about that issue you hear it on CNN big shout out to Mr. Joe Joe Brown, as I used to call him, Mr. Joe 
proudly at CNN. Excellent job, Grasshopper. But I wanted to talk about, while everybody's talking about the other stuff, I wanted to bring your attention to something that most people are not talking about. That is something going on in the NCAA with the Southern California's men's basketball program. It looks like the NCAA has now come down on Southern California and their men's basketball program with two years probation and a $5,000 fine on last Thursday because a former assistant coach violated NCAA ethical conduct rules when he accepted a bribe to steer players to a business management company. Now, the Division I committee on infractions announced the penalties, which include a 1% loss of the school's basketball budget, the probation, which does not include a postseason ban, runs until April 14th of 2023. So in essence, they got two years. Tony Bland, the former assistant head coach under coach Andy Enfield, wasn't mentioned by name in the NCAA report. He was fired by the school in January of 2018 and later pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit bribery. And as part of his plea deal with the federal prosecutors, Bland acknowledged accepting a $4,100 bribe during a July 2017 meeting with a financial advisor and business managers in exchange for directing players to retain their services when they entered into the pro ranks. He received two years probation and government recordings from the meetings revealed Bland had basically uh, made these connections with the company, with current or prospective players, noting he had heavy influence over their decisions. So the meetings with the NCAA showed that he violated the rules that prohibit athletic staff from receiving benefits for facilitating or arranging a meeting between a player and an agent or a financial advisor. And athletic staff members are also prohibited from representing any players in marketing their athletic ability or reputation to an agency and from accepting compensation for the representation. Compensation for representation. And that's not fair. The committee said the coach demonstrated a recurring lack of judgment that resulted in ethical, unethical conduct. <laughs> Here's the thing. And this, this is a huge deal in the NCAA because right now they're trying to pass a new rule that the t- you know players the top players the one that are getting you know the butts in the seats so to speak 
they're trying a, a rule is trying to be passed that they should be compensated for using their image and their likeness even though they're not in the pros which would mean somebody like Nike could come and say you know you're the biggest basketball star in college basketball and we want to name a shoe after you and a line of shoes and we're going to come into business with you and we're going to pay you 2.5 million dollars I'm just you know off the top of my head you know I don't know what they actually get could be anywhere from 1 million to 15 million just depending but this is something that is trying to be passed so we won't have situations like this because as college players if somebody could say I can guarantee that you're going to get a tryout with an NBA team let's just say that and the agency can guarantee you you're going to get some money you know compensation from your representation then most likely most likely students are going to go with that because if the NCAA is allowed to use their likeness in their image and promos and different things and the NCAA is basically getting paid because the more you push that particular athlete out there the more that people want to come see that particular athlete perform and so you're making your money back even though you're spending money on the promos and you're putting it on you know whatever television station but you got a contract with certain stations you didn't pay all that much and if your team you know let's just say they go to March Madness oh bruh that's that's three quarters of the battle right there you about to get paid and upon you getting paid cause butts are filling the seats and now the school is traveling and now playing in the March Madness tournament more money is coming your way in CAA but you don't want to say hey whatchamacallit we appreciate everything that you have done for the NCAA and because of you the NCAA is the number one show on television because of you student whatchamacallit we gonna break you off a little something something student whatchamacallit because if it was not for you we wouldn't have got these ratings and if it was not for you butts wouldn't feel the stands oh I'm sorry butts are not filling the stands right now virtual butts are filling the stands but you gotta pay to be on the virtual so you're still getting paid and the athlete still ain't getting no money I don't fault this dude really now if it's some shady dealings that's not helping the athlete and is being facilitated in some other way and you know uh, 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 you're getting a lot of money from this and you're basically throwing the student athlete under the bus and he's not getting nothing from it yeah there's a problem with that and I can see where it could run into that 
So I understand a little bit why the NCAA don't want to do that. They can save, yeah, it's all about saving the student athlete and saving him from, you know, the pressures of life and getting used by individuals and agencies. And we don't want to see our student athlete. You can say all that stuff, but it all boils down to money. And don't get me wrong. The NCAA they make enough money they they make enough money but their whole stance on this is that okay let's say you enter into a a college what's division one division two whatever NAIA don't matter and you're getting a full scholarship which means that your four years of academia is being paid for that should be enough okay well let's just say mm, TCU for example my son went to TCU and he was on a scholarship he was on a music scholarship and they paid all four years for him to go to school there. Now, for four years to go to TCU, it's roughly between 250000 and 200 and I'm just going to ballpark it, $280,000 for four years. Okay. That's for four years. So if you break that down, Four goes into twenty. Okay, that's uh, if it's just two hundred thousand. Okay, four goes into twenty. Uh, that's what five. If my math is correct, five times four is twenty. Wait a minute, six times four is twenty-four. Five times four, is 20. yeah, twenty. Then, <laughs> basically, the student is getting fifty thousand a year for the tuition, for housing, of course, and. A possible meal plan because all of my son's meal plan wasn't covered by the scholarship. Ding ding. But everything else was. But if you take an athlete's likeness and let's just say you went into a shoe deal for that particular school, then guess what? That shoe deal is probably gonna be. A mil, 1.5, maybe 2 mil. And now that 2 mil in this deal, the student athlete don't get nothing. They don't get nothing. You're using their image, their likeness to boost ratings and to make young players in high school want to look at your school to come to your school to participate in division one basketball just because they saw this superstar that was at your school and that superstar can't get paid he should be getting extended some kind of recruiters salary because you're using his likeness and his image to recruit young men and young women not just men's basketball women's basketball too you're using their likeness and their image to recruit other young men and women out of high school to come to your school then they get there and then their image and their likeness is being used in the same manner and they are not getting any kind of compensation when you're getting all this compensation coming to you for using their image and their likeness that's absolutely 
absurd. And for as long as the NCAA sticks by those principles and they have that rule in place, you're going to have individuals like this dude dead at USC who's going to take a little conversation on the side, take a little bribe as you call it on the side just to make sure he gets paid and the student athlete gets paid in some sort of way. I fought you, NCAA. And with that, I'm done. The hashtag brothers of baseball are coming up next. Mr. Willie F. Ting Jr. and Miss Natalie Turk. You don't want to miss it. So keep it in tune right here on the BGC Sports Network. One, BGC Board Network. Two, make sure you check out the podcast at this sick podcast. And thank you for tuning in to this sick.